When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Thursday, December 26th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him, 317-849-2933. The weather outside, absolutely delightful. 65 degrees, sunny in central Indiana right now. A little bit of cloud cover coming in, but still completely beautiful. I hope you enjoyed it because it's wintertime, baby, and this kind of warm front doesn't pass through very often let's talk about sports another but sports not a lot going on today we got a couple of bowl games but for college basketball we got to wait till saturday as butler uh takes on louisiana monroe that game four o'clock earlier in the day purdue is going to host central michigan sunday night we've got indiana hosting Arkansas. Get through that one. Indiana finishes a non-conference slate at 12-1, and and that's what a lot of people predicted. Sunday afternoon, it's the Colts and the Jaguars in the regular season finale, which means for the Colts this year, the season finale. Friday night, the Pacers take on the Miami Heat down in Miami, down on South Beach. And if the Pacers can win that, holy crap, will they have had a nice five-game stretch. The only loss being to Milwaukee up in Milwaukee, but the wins against the Sacramento Kings, which is no big deal. And I'm taking these out of order, sure, but that's okay. Uh, they beat the Toronto Raptors in overtime the other night. They beat the uh, they would have beaten the Miami uh, Heat as well, and the Los Angeles Lakers. I know they didn't have Anthony Davis, but who gives a damn? A win is a win is a win is a win. The Pacers kind of rolling. We don't have a lot of sports news to talk about. So let's talk about 2019 a little bit. What's the biggest disappointment locally? Well, I've got two of them. One of them is Purdue football. I didn't see this coming with Brom. Brom gets another extension, and all of a sudden, I know Elijah Sindelar got hurt. You know, it, it wasn't good for the kid from New Albany either, and so uh, Rondale Moore, and so this was a disappointing season for the Boilermakers. They don't make a bowl. They get beaten the bucket game, all those things, and it was also a disappointing season for the Indianapolis Colts, despite the fact that they lose Andrew Luck to retirement 15 days before the regular season opened. 
you thought that they were still good enough maybe to go to the playoffs, and the first seven games kind of showed that they were. They were 5-2 and two after the first seven games, and then all of a sudden, Brissett gets hurt in that game against the Steelers. Adam Vinatieri misses a kick, and Brissett gets hurt. Otherwise, the Colts win that game, and at 6-2, and two, they are damn near locks for the postseason, and they'd be in a position right now if they had won that game, if they would win against the Jacksonville Jaguars and a couple other things that happened, they would still go to the playoffs. So the season pivoted in that moment. Jacoby Brissett, after the injury, was a different version of Jacoby Brissett before the injury. That's going to have to be taken into consideration by the Brain Trust out on West 56th Street as they try to determine whether Brissett is the long-term answer a quarterback or if they need to go out and get another guy. Do you, do you spend a first-round draft pick on a potential future franchise quarterback? Do you do that? Do you go out into free agency and go get a short-term answer while you wait for the draft to fall your way? A guy like Phillip Rivers, although Phillip Rivers not going to the playoffs this year with Los Angeles Chargers either. And from a statistical standpoint, he's been terrible this year. So would Phillip Rivers make you feel any better about the Colts than having Jacoby Brissett at quarterback? as he would enter a third year as the starter for the franchise? A lot of questions. Which brings us to our, uh, that'll come up in a minute, the, the biggest questions for 2012. You know Jacoby Brissett's going to be a part of that. Uh, the biggest surprise, positively, all right? Biggest disappointments, Colts and Purdue. Biggest surprise, IU football. How do you avoid IU football as an answer for this? I know that their schedule wasn't daunting. All right, they got to play a couple of cupcakes in the Big Ten West, which was very, very helpful. But you know what? You can only play the teams that you're scheduled to, or you can only beat the teams you're scheduled to play. And Indiana did that. The only games that they lost were games to Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, teams that you would have guessed that they would lose to. The only one of those programs that really you could realistically expect to maybe beat once in a while is Michigan State. And Indiana didn't get that done. But they finish 8-4. and four. They're going to the Gator Bowl. They're going to play in it down in Jacksonville on January 2nd. That is a week from today. If Ohio State loses to Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl, Indiana will be the last Big Ten program playing football when they play in the Gator Bowl. How about that? Who saw that coming? It, uh, you know what? If that doesn't surprise you, if that doesn't shock you out of your socks, I can't help you. Indiana, absolutely terrific. And get this, all right? Remember, Michael Penix was their starting quarterback when the season commenced. And Peyton Ramsey had to come off the bench and save Indiana's bacon, and he absolutely did. So what do you do if you're Tom Allen next year? Michael Penix, Peyton Ramsey, which is going to start? I will guarantee you this. One of those two guys will not be with the program next year. One of those two guys is going to transfer. And there's no way that's not going to happen because neither of those guys will be happy on the bench. That's what happens when you start recruiting at a higher level and guys come to your program and they get beat. They're going to wind up going someplace else because they want to play. 
and you're only going to have one quarterback. And if Tom Allen tries to split the baby by saying, you know, both these guys going to play, we're going to find matchups that are favorable for Peyton. We're going to find matchups that are available for Michael. That, I guarantee that's never worked. If you got more than one starting quarterback, you don't have any. That's the old saying, and it's absolutely true. All right, the other big surprise, the Indiana Pacers have been stellar. Really, really, really good. They lost Darren Collison to retirement. Tyreek Evans, who is going to be gone anyway, but he was suspended for two years. Boyan Bogdanovich, as a free agent, he signed elsewhere. Thad Young went to Chicago with the Bulls. Corey Joseph, goners. Wes Matthews, goners. That is, and Victor Oladipo isn't back yet. Who figured that this team would be 21-10 and 10 after the first 31 games of the season? Who would have thought that that could possibly be the case, that that would come to fruition? Well, baby, that is exactly what's happened, because Kevin Pritchard went to work. And while those lame asses in Chicago who build the Bulls, misbuild the Bulls, like Gene Hackman in Unforgiven, building his ramshackle hut, Kevin Pritchard has gone about for the third time rebuilding this roster and getting it done right. That's phenomenal. What he has done, no Oladipo, no Bogdanovich, no Evans, no Young, no Collison, no Matthews, no Joseph. And boom, here they are, 21-10, and and in the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. They went out and made the trade for Malcolm Brogdon. They signed some guys as free agents, guys like Jeremy Lamb, guys like T.J. Warren, guys like T.J. McConnell. These guys have been absolutely terrific. Uh, Miles Turner and Domas Sabonis playing together. Finally, it looks like that's kind of worked itself out. Uh, Miles Turner has played really well the last few games. Domas Sabonis continues to be a triple-double machine. Um, you, you've had Aaron Holiday, who's been terrific. Justin Holiday, who signed as a free agent. The Indiana Pacers, to me, are the surprise of the NBA. And there are not a lot of people who expected them to be 21 and 10. They expected them to be more like, after 31 games, probably 15 and 16, and on, on the cusp of being a playoff team. But what they become without Oladipo is one of the best teams in the East who play to their potential because they play basketball the right way. Another kind of positive surprise, Butler basketball. Right? 11 and 1. They've had a terrific preseason. They've played a tough schedule. They keep getting wins. And they look like a team that is going to finish in the top three of the Big East. And the Big East is going to be a bear. That conference from top to bottom, to me, is the best in college basketball. And Butler is among the better teams in it. And for Laval Jordan to get that done, you lost uh, Paul Jorgensen and you lost Nate Fowler. Those guys gone. But Kamar Baldwin back, and they've added guys with Bryce Enzi. Bryce Golden has been pretty good. You've gotten Jordan Tucker, who's contributed. This is a really good positionless team that can go out and compete. And when Derek Smith is 100%, he gives Laval another option as far as good defensive work and a good offensive matchup. Um, with a big, I mean, Derek Smith's is like 7'3". He's like what Matt Harms is for Purdue. Uh, Derek Smith's can be for the Bulldogs. They've been a wonderful surprise as well, although I'm never surprised when Butler does well because that is who they are. Uh, the biggest dumpster fire, out-of-town dumpster fire, the Chicago Bears. I just don't understand Chicago sports media. I told those guys. I was sending texts to those guys. Preseason, I was like, you guys are out of your mind. You've got a mediocre quarterback in Trubisky. 
I don't care if the Bears were 12 and 4 last year. Mitchell Trubisky is mediocre. And then what you did when he lost Vic Fangio, who became the head coach of the Denver Broncos, you hired Mr. Mediocre, Chuck Pagano, as your new guy and bringing in Chuck Pagano as a defensive coordinator to lead an attack dog type defense. Absolutely a critical error. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Their failure this year to make the playoffs, absolutely predictable. So there you go. The uh, Chicago sports media confounds me. You got like three guys in that town that know their ass from third base. And the rest of them are, are just mouthpieces for franchises. Chicago deserves better and it needs to demand better. Uh, the biggest questions for 2020 in Indianapolis, uh, we'll get back to Jacoby Brissett in a moment, but IU hoops. Indiana is 11-1 in the preseason right now in the non-conference portion of the schedule. If they win Sunday against Arkansas, they're 12-1. That means that in the remaining 18 games in the regular season, all against Big Ten opponents, if they go 9-1, they're going to wind up with 21 wins. Or if they go 9-9, nine and nine, they've got 21 wins and uh, uh, 10 losses going into the Big Ten tournament. That'll put them on the bubble in the NCAA tournament. They're going to have to have a winning record in the Big Ten, and I don't know whether they're capable of getting that done. After watching them, and you know what? If you're in love with 11-1, and one, go ahead and be in love with 11-1. and one. But basketball is not about results. It's about the level of fundamentals being executed, and Indiana is not a fundamentally sound basketball team for 40 minutes. It was against Florida State. They look good. Other than that, they have not looked so good. Early in the season, they look good. And then as they continued to play those cupcakes who came through Bloomington, not so good. I am worried about Indiana going into the Big Ten portion of the schedule that they're going to have difficulty winning games against coaching that may reveal itself to be superior. Now, does that mean that Archie Miller is going to be in trouble? I don't think so. Because I think that Archie Miller, you got to cycle through completely Tom Crean guys to Archie Miller guys, put those guys on campus. Let's see what those guys can do. Archie's doing a terrific job of recruiting Indiana, and I think that if you recruit Indiana kids at a high level, you go get a kid like Caleb first, you got a chance to be really, really good. And granted, he's just a junior now, but first has got to be like your top priority as an Archie Miller to go out and get Indiana kids locked down the state. Hopefully Miller's able to do it, and if he is, I'm willing to wait another year and a half to see exactly what Indiana is going to be with all Archie Miller guys, having cycled through all the recruits that uh, are attributed to Tom Crean and his staff. And then the other question for 2020 is Jacoby Brissett as a starter. Like, look, here's the thing with Jacoby, and we've said it for weeks. You can win with Jacoby, but you will not win because of Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett is not a guy who in the fourth quarter is going to be dynamic and go out and win you a game. Minute and a half left, you've got to get a score. Is Where would Jacoby Brissett rank in all NFL quarterbacks as guys who can go win you a game in the last 90 seconds of a game? Jacoby Brissett, for me, would be in the bottom quarter, all right? Um, Where he is in terms of overall statistics, 
He's about the 20th best quarterback in the NFL. Is there any way that, as you watch Jacoby Brissett play for the Colts, can he become a top 10 guy in the NFL? I don't see it. I don't see anything about him that makes me think, yep, that's a guy. And in this, I'm crapping on the Bears a little bit. But you know what? The Bears and the Colts, I think, are very, very similar right now. They each have a mediocre quarterback and mediocre defensive coordinator. That's what they've got. And as long as that's the case, I think it's really, really hard for either franchise to win consistently. We'll see what Chris Ballard and his staff think. Are they going to be able to distance themselves? This is the, this is the critical portion uh, of being uh, a first-time real manager like uh, Ballard is and a first-time head coach like Reich is. Are they going to be able to take a step back and review the work of all the guys on their roster and say, you know what, this is good, but it's not good enough We've got to move forward. We've got to recruit over the top. We've got to draft over the top of Brissett. We need to look at a guy like Ryan Kelly. Do we bring Ryan Kelly back as he becomes a free agent? How do we negotiate that? The defense, you know what, Quincy Wilson, by any, and I love the kid, right? And he's still a young guy. He's younger, despite this being his third year, he's younger than rookie Rocky Asin. So he's a young guy, and, and you hate to call a young guy like Quincy Wilson a bust, but how would you not at this point? So he was a second-rounder. Do you pull the plug on that kid? You look at a guy, um, and, and the drafts have been really mostly good, but who are you willing to move forward not with? You know what I mean? Moving forward, who are you willing to say goodbye to and bring in somebody to replace them? Are you willing to say goodbye to Clayton Gathers? You know what I mean? You've got, you got a really good player in Kari Willis who, who got the vast majority of the snaps at safety as the season went on. Do you say goodbye to Clayton Gathers, who you love to the point where you made him a captain? This is going to be an interesting offseason for the Colts and for Ballard and really the first offseason where Ballard's got to go out and earn his money. Anybody can clean up another guy's mistakes. Now, Ballard has cleaned up Grigson's mistakes at a really high level. But cleaning up another man's mistakes is not where value is determined. It's cleaning up your own, identifying your mistakes, and then cleaning them up. And that's where Chris Ballard is. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. And then at about 8.15 on Periscope Live, a show so nice we do it twice. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, 317-849-2933. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. 
available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.